Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I'm here with the amazing Arlene Bailey. How are you doing? I'm great, Donna. How are you? I am doing wonderful. It's so nice Good. to talk across the pond again. Yeah, I can't deny the big Irish accent. I can't. <laughs> I can't claim to be from Nashville or anywhere else. I'm. I'm a total paddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. We love everyone. It's funny because um, when I would have spent a lot of time in the States and I would have noticed as well that my accent either goes one way or the other. So I either become Maureen O'Hara um, from what's the what's the movie? She's all begorra, begosh, bejingle, bejeeves. She's more Irish than anyone else on the planet. Um, or my accent starts to twang when I listen to American. So I start to develop the accent and I'm like, stop, <laughs> you must sound like an idiot. <laughs> But I twang when I sing. So that's that comes with the territory when you're a country singer, you know. Yes, absolutely. And I'm, I'm sure the Irish twang, it would be perfect. Just have to patent so. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Look, I think Americans like the Irish accent. I think, you know, I think they, they like us. Well, I hope they like us. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah, I do. Good, good. If everyone, who cares about everyone else? I do. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> so we'll start off with the most difficult question of all who is Arlene Bailey Arlene Bailey is um well I'm a country singer from Kildare in Ireland um a little less than an hour outside Dublin uh I've been singing professionally since I was 17 I've been singing since I was four but I I left home at 17 and went on tour um I've recorded a couple of albums in Nashville um, I've won a couple of awards along the way um, in Ireland, best newcomer um, in the country category. Um, I, oh, I've released a new album only recently, well, uh, late last year with the whole COVID thing, it was kind of um, all over the place, I guess. Um, I have a band called Bailey. We're currently promoting the album. Um, in my spare time, I like to go to the gym. I have rescue pets. Um, I like to speak out a lot uh, for mental health. I like to encourage people to be very vocal about stuff so that they can seek help that's out there um, and not to, you know, to kind of get rid of the stigma attached to it. Um, I love what I do. I love my job. I, I, I love to sing. I love entertaining. I love to get on stage and I love all sorts of gigs. So whether it's um, big band theatre or whether it's a small venue and it's an acoustic song or an acoustic, an acoustic set, should I say, um, I just love to perform. And uh, yeah, I guess I've been singing since the day I came out of <laughs> my mother's womb. You know, I've well, she said I've been shouting. Um, I was a very, very noisy child. And I guess... <laughs> when the colic cleared and the crying stopped they discovered that I had a voice for singing so they encouraged that my mom and dad were very supportive and they would give me a lot of stuff as a child to listen to so it would be a lot of the older country stuff Crystal Gale in particular that sort of stuff and I would learn I would learn the songs and I was drawn even though I listened to a lot of stuff I would have listened to ABBA and, and all sorts as a child I was really drawn to country music so that's where my heart lies that's that's, that's kind of me 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have to ask because we're all dog people on here or cat people or animal people, mm-hmm. I should say. Animal people is probably the better term for this. Uh, rescue pets. So your rescue pets. Uh, I have six rescues myself. Wow. Well done. <laughs> yeah. So I have um, three dogs, two cats and a gecko. Um, now the gecko is not a rescue. He <laughs> he was a gift from my boyfriend that I just reluctantly handed over. I'm like, I yeah, he'd be GB about that guy. But anyway, um, yeah, so I have rescued the, the dogs from a couple of different shelters here in um, Wicklow and Kildare. Um, I don't I don't judge anybody else, but I would never buy a dog. Um, I believe that there's lovely dogs out there that need to be rehomed. And if I had my way, I'd have 20 dogs in my garden. Um, so, yeah. And then the cats just, you know, cats don't. They don't have owners, they have slaves. So I spend most of my days tending <laughs> to their needs. Uh, the dogs are great, though. We've managed to transform them from uh, dogs that have been abused um, badly to, to loving, fun, you know, happy animals now, which is which is great. Great to see that transformation. So, yeah, rescue all the way. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm one of those uh, cat slave people. Um, yes, the cat is on the, I'm on the edge of the chair, actually, which is kind of funny because I don't get to either, I either get to sit on the chair and she has to climb on my lap while I'm doing interviews or uh, yeah, she has to sit and take the whole chair and I get the edge to sit on while doing an interview. So those are my options. Right. Okay. I have a cat that likes, to, she's actively trying to push me out of my bed. Yeah. I, I know it sounds strange, but I think she's in love with my boyfriend. So <laughs> she thinks maybe she's in a relationship with him, but she's like, she's on my pillow and I wake up in the middle of the night and she's just staring at me or she's whacking me across the face. Uh, one of the cats, the other cat is a bit more subdued. Oh, that's her funny. It's never done in my house, Donna. <laughs> it's like a petting zoo. I totally understand. I do. Well, so speaking of the new album, uh, it is called Self-Titled Bailey over mm-hmm. after the band, right? So yeah. you want to tell us a little bit about some of the songs? I know we were listening today and um, I was listening to Everything I'm Not. You want to tell us a little bit about that and who wrote it and things like that? Yeah, so that's one of my favorites from the album. It was written by um, a Nashville-based song- songwriter called Donnie Skaggs. Donnie is he's an amazing songwriter. I worked with him on my second album in Nashville. So I went out there and I recorded with a bunch of amazing musicians and he was one of them. So we kept in contact over the years. And um, when I was trying to put together this third album, I got in touch with Donnie and I asked him, to, you know, if he had any songs that might suit. And I got both uh, Everything I'm Not and Moving On Day. So both those tracks from the album and I love them. And they go like they go down really well. They seem to be really well received here. And um, they're just it's just good quality American stuff you know and and the audiences they really like it so I'm I'm honored to have his stuff on my album because he's so talented so um yeah but it's a mixed bag there's some other originals there some covers you were saying you liked almost Saturday night yes um that's a really catchy tune that's Mm -hmm. the one that kickstarts the album um yeah it's just I'm proud of it it's it's different to my last two albums um I think I'm all the time growing and that kind of reflects in my music. It's it's a lot more mature. It's a lot more edgy. Some yeah. of my stuff in the past would have been um, very nice, shall we say. But this time around, it's a little bit more kick-ass. Yeah. You know, absolutely. it's edgy country. <laughs> so absolutely. I like that. It's beautiful. Love it. So Thank you. And Thanks if you so all much. haven't heard it, make sure you go get your copy. 
after the interview is over, I keep repeating this because I'm sure someone's going to leave during the interview and be like, oh, I have to come back to the interview. So, <laughs> so definitely. So I know you had mentioned a few of the women that had inspired you to do music, um, but you want to tell us some of the country women that, or even some of the women in general, um, whether it was, you know, bands locally or if it was yeah. across the pond or wherever. Um, yeah, originally it would have been, as I said, Crystal Gale, Tammy Wynette, um, Karen Carpenter was a huge influence on me growing up. I just, I was obsessed with that woman's voice. I still think she's the most amazing voice ever. Um, did I say Tammy Wynette already? Did I say Tammy? Yes, you did. Yes. Yeah, sorry. So okay. good, I have to say her twice. Um, yeah, she really inspired me as a child. I remember the movie that they made about her where she packed her kids up in the back of the car and went to Nashville. And I remember watching this and I watched it over and over again. I think I drove my sisters demented because there was one song in it that I kept apartment number nine. Do you remember that? I do, when yes. she sang that, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I used to just play it over and over and over again. But, um, yeah, that's, I think, where the fantasy stemmed from. I was like, look, she just bundled her whole life into a car and headed to Nashville. And I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I started saving my, my pennies then, actually, um, for Nashville. I had this big jar. I was only really young, but I knew at that point this this is what I want to do. I want to sing. I I don't want to do anything else. But yeah, so the likes of those singers really inspired me. And then as I kind of grew up and, you know, continued to listen to country music, I loved Reba, um, Shania Twain, of course, I was a big fan or I'm a big fan of hers. Um, Kelsey Ballerini, I heard um, perform a few years back in Dublin and she's amazing. Uh, that girl, is she's longevity there. You know, she's going to she's going to power through and I think she's going to be you know, she's going to stand the test of time, like the likes of Dolly and, and Reba and whatnot. I think she's a good, good act. Um, really? Yeah, that's that's it. I like Bonnie Raitt. I like the kind of edgy stuff as well. I like it to kind of um, blend rock and country. That sort of suits, I'm falling over my words, suits my style. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's a lot of, you can get a lot of um, inspiration from a lot of acts out there. They don't always have to be country. You know, there's there's a lot of talent out there that we can learn from. Gwen Stefani, I think, is amazing. So yes. I like a mixed bag of stuff, though. But my heart is always it always goes back to country. I always um, I always find myself performing country music. So it's, it's where my heart lies. That's <laughs> wonderful. And then those are all great picks. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of them. And the one thing that like now versus, um, and I'm going back to like, you know, when I was a teenager back way back in the nineties, um, you know, we couldn't get music out because we didn't have the internet like they do now. So it is such a blessing to be able to discover artists from, you know, obviously I would have never heard of you years ago, you know, like yeah. that was just, you know, unheard of to go across, you know, the aisles like that, if you will, and find different artists or even across. It's the amazing. Yeah. yeah. Or even, you know, driving in the car and listening to Spotify and just, OK, I've got this notion. And I need to hear this song that I haven't heard since 1978, <laughs> you know, and stick it on and go with it. But yeah, like social media and modern technology has opened the, the, the door to, to so many things for us now, you know. And nowhere is that far away, Donna, you know, <laughs> you're yes. in my sitting room right now. <laughs> yes, you're really in Florida. <laughs> exactly. This is great. Because I've yeah. always wanted to come to Ireland. You know, that's one well, place I haven't gone. You're yet. here now. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I'm, I'm going to come back and visit again soon. I promise. Do, do. Oh, so are you ready for 20 crazy questions? 
absolutely bring it on okay wonderful okay no rhyme or reason all fun what was the last thing you read um the last thing I read was the tattooist of Auschwitz um that's pretty self-explanatory uh, it was a, a, a tough read but there is one book that I always go back to and it's unlimited by Gillian Michaels the fitness instructor and coach and life coach and whatever it is she describes herself as but her book is amazing and it um it definitely helped me make some serious decisions in life um yeah powerful stuff so I would highly recommend that oh if you haven't read that you should definitely read that good recommended reading Mm. (laughs) actually both those even though the first one is difficult yes yeah yeah so um hypothetically if I came to you and said I need to hide a dead body do you know a good place yeah there's plenty of places around here plus you know I I probably have contacts as well if you need (laughs) I think think the hard part would be trying to get the body from America to Ireland though I mean I'm sure there's a way I'm sure there's a way I feel Um, weekend at Bernie's coming over yeah (laughs) yeah there's lots of dark alleyways and fields and wooded areas and sure yeah I'm just I'm easily led clearly yeah (laughs) we'll talk about this later Donna Yeah, don't tell our secrets. Okay. Yeah. So what's the top two concerts you've been to? Uh, Jewel Kilcher. Jewel is amazing. Um, And randomly enough, the Foo Fighters. So I saw Jewel in Manchester in England um, with my younger sister and Foo Fighters in Dublin. Um, Jewel is just, she's a phenomenal act. She played guitar that night with a broken arm. She's classically trained vocally. So her her range is, is just fast and I just I as my mother would say I would stand in the snow to listen to her <laughs> or to listen to, you know to, to watch yeah. her and listen to her sing but um yeah and the Foo Fighters I'm, I'm a big fan of Dave Grohl um so yeah they were probably two of the best concerts I kind of have a third actually but it's a bit of a tragic story I saw Michael Jackson um when he first came to Ireland and I had a major panic attack because I was about four foot something at the time I was young and I had to be lifted out over the, ba- the bar at the front and the security was to take me away because I was just freaking out with the crowd. I was only about 12, I think, but nobody came to, to grab me. So I ran st- straight for the stage to Michael, <laughs> banging on the stage like a crazy woman. Yay! <laughs> he actually <laughs> shot me a dirty look and then somebody grabbed me and took me away. So it was a good concert, but it was also a bad concert. I only saw all of about seven minutes of it, to be honest, before I was, <laughs> I was pulled away. Anyway, that's, oh. that's, a, oh. that's a great story, though. One you'll never uh, forget. Michael Jackson gave me a dirty look. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. Some, it's a talking point. <laughs> oh. So what's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? I would do a Kevin McAllister. So um, is it Kevin? Yeah, Kevin from uh, Home Alone. So I'd check into the plaza. I would plot and plan. I would order room service. I could see myself with that big bowl of ice cream. Um, yeah, I would, I would, I'd probably spend a couple of days there just drinking fine wine and um, nice food and pl- make my plan. Um, I'd pump money into my career for sure, Donna. I'd look after my family and then I would open up some sort of a, sanctuary for animals um yeah that's where my money would go that's beautiful what is something on your bucket list um 
to retire to Florida. Awesome. Um, yeah, I have a friend there. I went over and stayed with him a few years back and he is in East Key. And um, I think I've got that, that name right. Yeah, it's, it's, he showed me around and I just thought it was fabulous. I mean, mostly when people say Florida here, they think Disneyland, you know, um, which is a bit silly. But yeah, there's some fabulous parts of Florida and I would like to I would like to retire there. Um, other than that, there's a few countries I'd like to see that I haven't been to. Um, Russia being one of them, <laughs> randomly. Right, well, yeah. Uh, just because. Might, might the whole um, fighting issues there, you know, the weird, you know territory yeah. things you know might spell that yeah yeah I mean yeah when all that's out of the way yeah. um no I would I would like to just a few different countries I'd like to see that I haven't seen and I think it's a big bad world out there and there's a lot to see so why not expand your horizons but uh yeah travel I suppose really is is I've seen a lot of places there's more to see though absolutely and if you're tired of Florida uh you can make sure that you have a spot next door to me here you know we have some land jet here and yeah Plenty of cats. <laughs> yes, pl- plenty of cats. And, and we're all like this little area is like we stand in our own little bubble. It's a beautiful area of Florida. Lovely. So. <laughs> oh, so what job would you be terrible at? Um, I was a waitress for about eight hours one day. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, I wasn't very good at that. Um, oh, probably a lot of things. I... I I tend to phase out a lot. I probably wouldn't be a very good pilot. <laughs> I tend to get distracted. Oh, yeah, I'm done flying. Uh, I'll be back later. Got a pilot take this on. Yeah. I just had a couple of glasses of wine and forgot where I was. Um, yeah, no, I think I need to stick with what I do. Um, yeah, definitely wasn't good at the waitressing, though. Um, I have the attention span, I think, of a goldfish. And if you gave me an order and it was a bit mishmash, I just... I'd probably set fire to the kitchen, you know? <laughs> You're like, look, you can only order number one, two, three, four, five. Which one do you want? That's it. Five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. Done. That is it. <laughs> oh. Oh, look, I is... told you I had wine. Yeah. I would I would join you, but uh, I have to, I only have water right now. So next time it's I will join er- you for wine. It's early in the day for you. At least it's nearly <laughs> bedtime here and I'm just having my leisurely little uh, bedtime tipple. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Red or white, do you prefer? Um, I used to drink white. I drink red now. Yeah, I like the red. Yeah. I, I really enjoy a nice sweet wine sometimes because it's just relaxing, sweet. Get that sweet taste off, you know, because when you have that, those sweet cravings, you want something chocolatey or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that's better. Yeah, it's probably a little bit healthier, right? <laughs> I tend to have the glass of wine, though, with the piece of chocolate, you know. So oh, yeah. see, so. Uh... Double whammy, Yeah. <laughs> No, I think, yeah, but we were talking about this before. The chocolate over there is much better in in Europe and everywhere else other than the U.S. because the U.S. seems to have a lot of like corn syrups and the sugars in their chocolates. Yeah, I will say that I'm not, a. although I do love um, milk duds and goobers. They were some of my favorites when I lived there. But um, no, I think we kind of have the best chocolate. I think we do. Yeah. I used to actually, I used to travel uh, between states and my go-to, this is disgusting, but my go-to breakfast sometimes on the road was uh, Chips Ahoy. Chip cookies, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, God, I, I don't know, at that time was I in America for about four months, six months maybe. And I got really fat, like, which yeah, is fine. That's grand. But I mean, I I went over with clothes that just wouldn't fit me. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it was a mad panic before going home to you know get back oh. in shape so I had to kind of back away from the cookies it's yeah, yeah. there's too there- much there is too much lovely food there mm-hmm. and when I go over I put on like easily 10 pounds in two weeks <laughs> I, I, I could totally understand definitely there's, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of food yeah yeah so what's your game plan for zombie apocalypse hmm um well I'm fighting fit I'm really um you know I love my gym I love training I love weightlifting so zombie apocalypse I'm I'm here and I'm ready to take on I'm ready for the fight basically okay perfect (laughs) (laughs) I actually um I did a bikini fitness competition I did a couple of them but I I placed third at a really big competition here in Ireland a few years back so yeah I congratulations yeah, not as fit as I used to be, but I could probably, yeah, I, I could take on a couple of zombies. <laughs> Give it a go. <laughs> awesome. I'll, I'll get the popcorn and, uh, yeah, you know, be ready for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fighter. No, definitely not. No, I say that, but uh-huh. I run. Yeah, I run I the hills. <laughs> it, well, then again, it's a zombie. So, you know, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I've never fought a zombie before. But uh, uh, what album or artists should we listen to before we die? Um, oh, uh, talking about Gwen Stefani there earlier and um, my love for her, Tragic Kingdom was an album mm. that I absolutely loved. Um, Shania Twain's um, Come On Over, I love. Uh, what else? What else? What else? You should definitely listen to Bailey. I mean, yeah, if you haven't listened to Bailey. It's a great album. <laughs> you know it's so funny I had it and my other albums beside me in case I forgot the names of some of my songs because it's so funny when you go to talk about yourself that you actually sometimes completely forget your story you know is that no, that happens it does yeah, yeah. again yeah. the attention span of a of a the goldfish we got it a goldfish, goldfish yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh who would play you in a movie about your life um besides a goldfish I I, I was told before that the girl that played Darlene in Roseanne looks oh. a bit like me. I can't think of the girl's name now off the top of my head. Could she play me? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Just dye her hair and practice her accent. <laughs> That's it. We'll get her signed up. Mm. So where's Waldo? He's in the witness protection program. Pretty sure of it. <laughs> I've been watching The Sopranos lately, you know, and there's a lot of that going on. Oh, I mean, and he looked suspicious from from the get go, didn't he? Waldo, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, can't be trusted that guy. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, would you rather cook or order in? Um, I'd rather order in, but I prefer my food. It's just laziness, you know. So I make nice dishes, but inevitably I'll be like, oh god had a long day or I'm tired or whatever I'll I'll order something in but when I can get up and, and make my own food I'm yeah I'm I'm a good cook yeah okay great I'm ready to taste test so when you retire to Florida I'm a good yeah. taste tester um, I like to eat so yeah always okay. available what kind of food do you like I, I, I like almost everything um yeah. yeah I'm pretty open book yeah same here yeah and I believe you should try everything once. And if it really is horrible, don't eat it again. Yeah. Twice so, if you like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, 
So do you sing in the shower? Um, no, I don't. I listen to music, but I don't sing. No, no. Um, I sing really loudly in the car, but no, not the shower. We have to start asking that one. Do you sing in the shower or the car? There we go. That's the next question coming up. I take credit for that. Yes. Credit is given. Okay, so boots or heels? Uh, boots. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like Doc Martens as opposed to anything girly. Um, yeah. Or, or wellies if I'm stomping through a field with dogs. So comfort all the way. Absolutely. So what's the best thing since sliced bread? Um, best things in sliced bread my dogs <laughs> yeah my pug Barbara is um, I think she's 11 years old and she had been um, whoever owned her had tried to drown her they had dropped her in a in a canal and somebody rescued her and long story short she became mine but she talks like she says her own name in her little pug voice Barbara <laughs> <laughs> so yeah my dogs my dogs are the best things since sliced bread I love bread oh. but I love my dogs <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to share some dog talking my, my dog talks too Ricky likes to talk to me we have conversations oh yeah so, no, they, I, they legitimately understand yeah. what you're saying uh, you know? they do and they talk yeah. back too yeah it's it's the best it is yeah do you have any guilty pleasure music if you do what is it um on a Sunday afternoon, this is my ideal Sunday afternoon, I'm in my kitchen and I'm cooking and I'm drinking red wine and I'm listening to jazz music. And I don't know the first thing about jazz music, Donna. Not a clue, but I love to listen to it. And if I was in a jazz club, I could sit there all night and listen to a song that went on for three weeks. You know, it never seems to end, but I, I just love to listen to it. Um, yeah, that's that's my guilty Beautiful. pleasure. And that's you know, you don't need to know anything about it. If you, that's what you love to listen to, that's what you listen to, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. What is the worst pizza topping? <laughs> now you're going to think I'm nuts, okay? So the worst pizza topping for me is cheese, okay? I can't eat cheese. I hate cheese with a vengeance. I, I can't understand the texture. The first time I ate it, I threw up on my shoes. Um <laughs> <laughs> So I I actually go out and order pizza with no cheese. So it just becomes like a tomato sandwich at the end of the day. It's yeah. not, um, I've never experienced the joy of real pizza because I can't eat cheese. So yeah, you can put anything, you could put a boot on it. Like as long as there wasn't <laughs> cheese there, <laughs> it's fine. So yeah, yeah. And actually my my family like to slag me a lot. My, my nephews, um, <laughs> like to tell the story of a time I was out in a restaurant and they brought me my starter I had obviously said to the waitress look no cheese on anything cheese came out on my starter cheese came out on my main and I was just <laughs> really in a bad place yeah it's now and I don't mean to make a joke of a serious thing but that restaurant burnt down sometime afterwards I swear to god I had nothing to do with it <laughs> But they like to think that I did, you yeah, know. It was karma. That's why it was karma. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you dare put cheese on my food. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. So no cheese here. Oh. Okay. So no cheese, whatever it is, no cheese. Got it. If you could be any person or any position like a CEO or an accountant or whatever, who or what position would you want to be for the day and why? Um, oh, 
I don't know. Who would I like to be? Oh, you know, actually, I'd like to be Willie Nelson. You know, he's, I'm sure every day with Willie Nelson is a good day. <laughs> he's very chilled out. You know, he's uh, he's a very wise man. Um, yeah, I'd like to be Willie for a day. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a great choice. Yeah. So are you good at keeping secrets? No, I'm absolutely rubbish. Um, my, <laughs> my dad <laughs> I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> my dad was the same. You see, I could say to you, I'm good at, at keeping secrets, but my mother would ring you then and she'd be like, she's absolutely rubbish. So I'll tell you a funny story about my dad. So um, he actually, he passed away four years ago. But when we were younger, he, um, he my mom and dad bought a tape recorder for my sister. Um, as a Christmas present and he just couldn't keep the secret she wanted to know what they what they had bought her and he said look I'm not going to tell you what it is but you can play tapes on it <laughs> so <laughs> you know okay that pretty much gives the it gives it away but yeah. uh, I'm kind of like that yeah I get excited look if it was a serious if it was your business you know that I could keep the secret but if it's just kind of I don't know, some random piece of news, I kind of will feel the need to tell somebody else. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't trust me. Don't trust <laughs> don't me, trust Donna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so at what age did you become an adult? Uh, I'd say probably about a year ago. <laughs> Not before then. I think at one point I probably would have, um, I would have claimed to have been grown up when I left home at 17 but I was a child I probably would have claimed to be grown up at four at one point when I was singing in bars and clubs uh, surrounded by drunk adults but uh, ultimately no I don't think I don't think I grew up really until last year and do you know I still question kind of certain things I'm going around my house going like it is tidy but like when I open the presses it's carnage I'm like (laughs) There are certain things that need to be sorted out, you know, and I'm like, God, just get everything in check. But maybe we're all like that. Maybe when when I'm 60, I'll be kind of, you know, there'll be loads of things that I'd be like, I have to get this done. I have to get that done. You know, I have to get this in order. You know, it's we probably always feel like kids. Yes. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So if you could win an Olympic medal. For any sport, real or fake, and since the Olympics are going on right now, this is a great uh, mm-hmm. question. What sport would it be? Okay, so other than my weightlifting, I'm not in any ways into sport. So you said it doesn't have to be anything real, right? It can so be fake. I th- yeah, I would like to invent a chicken wing eating contest. Um, <laughs> the spicier <laughs> the better, and I think I think I'd stand a chance of winning that. Like, I mean, where there's food involved, I'm I'm there. So yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd enter that and I'd probably place first. <laughs> chicken wings, spicy chicken wings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alternatively, if there was like um, a burpee and tuck jump Olympic um, category, I would probably, yeah, I'd give that a go. Mm. I could definitely knock out 10. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect form. 9.9. <laughs> yeah. A bit purple in the face. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, wonderful. So what does the rest of 2022 hold for you? Are you doing some more writing, going to be releasing some more um, tours? Yeah. What's happening? So 
we're still we're still kind of very much here coming out of the whole COVID fallout. fallout. We're still uh, trying to build the band. Um, right when we were pushing the album, everything went kaput. You know, there's been several kind of um, false starts. So it is a new project in a sense, despite the fact that I've been like a professional singer for so many years, the band is a, is a slightly separate entity and we are working to push that. So we are doing gigs. We've done a, a couple of theatre gigs there recently. Um, yeah, we're just, um, we're also actually working on a, on a charity single for mental health. We're going to uh, record something uh, later in the year That's and beautiful. Yeah, and just get out there and actively promote the album and and try and secure some uh, more radio um, promotion and TV spots and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll keep busy. It's not going to be it's not going to be a, a quiet year for sure, but it's going to be an interesting one because we don't really know what what lies ahead. There's like I was listening to one of the girls that you'd interviewed. Um, I listened to something today. Funny enough, while I was in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> and um she was saying she was able to tell you about all the, the festivals and bits and bobs lined up for the summer and we just don't like we are open now but we we don't have 100% certainty on on everything so it's yeah. you know things are only kind of starting to be booked now so come back to me in about two months time and I'll have a list for you <laughs> Absolutely. And you make a great point because that's one thing with uh, COVID, uh, each country has been much different in how they've responded and what they've done in like the U.S. There have been parts of the U.S. that have that felt like they were open the whole time. Like, you know, yeah, I believe and, so. Yeah. And, you know, things happen, but, you know, it is what it is. Everyone makes their own choices. Right. So I can't, you know. Don't want to get into yeah. all that, but uh, yeah, it's uh... we. Um, it's only about is it two weeks ago since we were able to open um pubs and restaurants and venues at full capacity again and prior to that it was like 50 people or you know uh, 90 minutes in a restaurant or you know it was all very kind of look it's, it's been like that all over the world we've all had our own version of 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 the rules or whatever so it's it's just been strange and I think to come out of it then and be able to go into to a place and go to a bar or go to a restaurant and not you kind of you second guess yourself when you walk into a place am I supposed to be here am I doing the right thing <laughs> yeah. you know so but look we're, we're heading in the right direction so Absolutely. yeah yeah musicians in general in Ireland now I think feel like we've been released from some sort of cage because we were the ones that that struggled that didn't really get a look in at all while other people were able to work musicians were you know the yeah. last ones to be to be remembered yeah. I think that was true across the board too because I mean mm. even here a lot of people started doing the that's where all the digital you know concert live streams started coming from out of you know the the live from my home and, and things yeah, like well, that we, we were forced to be yeah uh, creative yeah. yeah it was a case of these are the tools that you've got so you've got to you've got to work with this or or quit and I'm not going to do that you know I'll still be singing and banging down doors when I'm 95 if I live that long <laughs> <laughs> if I don't choke on a chicken wing <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll get you scheduled here in Florida I know a couple people we can get you some some great gigs here you know yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Just as long as you know, I'll be like, you know, a lot, a lot heavier after a few days there because of my love for food. I talk about food a lot. Yeah, you know that that's because food's awesome. You know, it really is. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> food and music. Yes, 
and yeah. drinks occasionally, you know, yeah, throw a couple of those in. Occasionally. <laughs> well, I mean, it wouldn't be right if you had an Irish person on that didn't have a glass of wine beside them. You know, I mean, I can't let down the side. <laughs> We're known to be drinkers. <laughs> oh, well, my mom was Irish, so yeah, oh. I, I guess uh, I should have joined you on that. My bad. <laughs> and do you know where she was from? Exactly? I, I, I do not. I do not. We don't know the whole lineage. My mom was actually adopted. So we just right, know that she okay. was Irish, uh, supposedly Irish and Czechoslovakian, which is kind of weird. But, you know, OK, so, right. yeah, maybe Very one day good. I'll get the ancestry done and we'll find out. Yeah. Good luck with that. Well, definitely. I'll keep you in, in the loop for that. Yeah. <laughs> so but it has been lovely having you and talking with you. And you are welcome back anytime, Arlene. Thanks, Don. I really appreciate it. And as well, it means so much to me to speak to an American audience. I know that people are looking looking at this worldwide, but I'm such a fan of your country. And I loved my time there when I recorded there it was like the highlight of my career. And I'd say life, you know, um, and I've always felt like the States is home to me. So for some reason, I may be an Irish girl, um, you know, by birth or whatever, but I'm definitely an American by heart so um yeah I'm really really grateful to be able to chat to you so yeah I will be back if you'll have me (laughs) absolutely absolutely and make sure if you haven't gone out and got the new album Bailey you go do that now and follow all of the socials so that way you can be tuned in for tours and new releases and anything else upcoming have a great day everyone If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.